Welcome to Mastering Higher Ed Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Grani Dushlauko. In each episode, we will discuss with some of the brightest marketing minds from leading universities and colleges. Together, we will uncover practical insights you can use to achieve your enrollment goals through search engine and content marketing. In the first season, we will be co-hosting the podcast with George Dolani, the Chief of Growth at Bay Atlantic University, a DC-based university that offers the very best in higher education to U.S. and international students. Hi, everyone. In this episode, Granite and George talk about SEO and how it fits within the overall marketing strategy for a higher education institution. They talk about branded versus not branded searches, the student journey funnel, ranking in Google with content that answers students' questions, and more. Here is our conversation. Hello, and thanks a lot for joining back to our series in search marketing for higher education. We have Jerzy here as well. We are going to have him for all seven episodes, and it's a pleasure as always. Jerzy? Thank you. No, it's a pleasure to be here. Like I said before in the previous episode, this is the most fun I've had in a long time. As well, as well. I mean, still getting used to it, but... I'm actually excited about today's topic. I think this is going to, you know, if you don't have this, if you don't listen to this topic, like if there's one topic you should listen to overall in this mm-hmm. this entire series, like this should be it. Demystifying SEO, that's what we're calling today's talk. I'm super excited as well. Super passionate on SEO and with over 10 years of background, Forgive me in advance if I kind of jump into the details and can't stop talking. Jerry, feel free to kind of interrupt me if I get lost into all the technical details, all the everything. Goal of today's talk is to, for me and JJ, is to just kind of, you've heard SEO, you've heard search engine optimization, and you kind of heard us in the first episode talking on all the benefits and why it's good and how universities can utilize it and what's the potential right now in the market. So... Without further ado, Judge, one question for you. Why do you think universities should invest in SEO? You know, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And I think we touched upon it on the previous episode, right? So if before, you know, information was kind of local, right? Like you had your local university you went to. Now, everything is out on the web. There's this democratization of information. And one thing, you know, for better or for worse, that Google has done is it's become the physical shopping space online, right? Like if before the shopping center was the mall and all that stuff, and there's like an area with all the universities in your city, right? Now everything is on the web. And if you're not on the web, nobody knows about you, right? Like, I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like you said before, 90 something percent of your research is actually done on Google. So if you don't pop up on that research, you're not in the consideration set. Right. So that's why I think SEO is absolutely not just important, but it's absolutely a must. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, a lot of universities are present on the web and they are indexing Google as well. But the vast majority of traffic from the research, we looked at the top 1000 universities and and over, I think it was over 75% or 80%, I'm not sure, 75%, I think, all the traffic that they were getting from organic, from Google, was branded traffic. So people going Google and searching their name, which is great because they have a well-known, well-recognized brand, 
then is the other side where not all those universities and colleges have the same luxury, but 75% of your traffic coming from your brand, that's good, but that means that there is so much room for growth in non-branded traffic. So as a university, you have programs, you have degrees, people know you for specific verticals that you are the best on. So when people search for those and you are not appearing, you might be well-known and some of them have the luxury of being like associated with a specific degree or specific program, but not all of them. So if all your organic traffic that is coming is branded traffic, you're leaving a lot on the table. Non-branded traffic is the vast majority of searches that people are doing. And if you're not present there, if people are not being able to find you, then you're missing out. You're missing out. Yeah, I got to tell you, because, you know, like I said, you know, at both the universities that I've managed, you know, of marketing and admissions at, you know, both were mid-sized universities, right? And one of the main things is that most of the traffic was branded traffic, right? And when you are in marketing and you kind of look at branded traffic, it's almost you're patting yourself in the back like, wow, you know, we're doing such a good job, you know, because everybody kind of who comes in here knows our brand. And then what happens is you go out on the street, you do a survey of how many people actually know about your university. And it's like one in 10, right? So you're literally just, you're bending your back for that 10% of the population that knows about you, right? And you're leaving 90% out there to go to other places that are, you know, doing a better job than you are at targeting not just brand awareness, but targeting intent, right? And targeting for need, right? And I think that's the difference. And universities are kind of waking up to it. But I feel like the biggest issue, you know, for universities transitioning from like a, a legacy, you know, type traditional marketing campaigns and word of mouth, right, to SEO is that they lack an understanding of technicals and numbers, right? So when I talked on the last episode and, you know, I got all the nasty gram, you know, about education is a numbers game, what I was talking about was the funnel, kind of understanding, you know, how many leads do you need to get? How many people do you need to reach so that you can get one student to actually enroll in your class, right? And if that ratio is a thousand to one, then that's your answer. That's what you need your SEO to do. You need to increase that a thousand to a hundred thousand. Once you know that I need a hundred new students this semester, then you know that you need to reach a hundred thousand prospects out there. And this is what SEO can help you do. So I feel like I saw that you had put together a funnel and I think we should probably spend the next five to 10 minutes demystifying the student funnel. Before doing that, I agree hundred percent with you. I think that it's important that for everyone who is listening to us, but still don't know what SEO is quickly, it stands for search engine optimization optimizing and improving your presence in the search results. When we mean search engines, we mean Google because the vast majority of people are searching there. But the the things that you do to rank higher in Google are also going to be rewarded by Bing. So basically you are going to be in a better position on both search engines. So that's the idea. When people are searching, you want to be seen, you want to be clicked, and that's what helps SEO helps you do that. So basically, this is the funnel that we were discussing just before joining on the call. And this is like the most recognizable funnel that 
every VP of marketing in a university is kind of has it on their desk. Yeah. And if you don't know it, take a picture of it, write it down, post it somewhere, because this is, if you understand this, then you understand, you know, what it takes to grow. And if you don't have this in front of you, then it's going to be really hard for you to really kind of understand where the numbers are coming from and what your goal is and how do you get there. Our goal with SEO and what we try to achieve is all the work that we do here is kind of fits between prospect and lead. So how can we get ourselves in front of as many prospects as possible? How can we get them into our websites, as many of them as possible, and then convert them? But as Judge said, that it's not only about the quantity. It's not only about getting 100,000 people in your website. It's about qualified traffic. That's what SEO, what, that's what Google allows you to do. People are searching for the programs that you offer. People are asking questions around the programs that you offer. And the goal with SEO is to appear there, to appear in every step of their conversion, every step of their research. So when they are searching something, they see you, they get informed by you, you are educating them, even if they are not ready right now to convert. But later on, when they are searching for the program and you still you appear again, they are going to remember reading something on your site. They are going to remember your brand and they're going to say, look, I want to see what these have to offer. And they are going to request information about the programs that we offer. So, Judge, feel free to go through the funnel. Yeah. So, I mean, this is very self-explanatory. I mean, prospect to me is everybody out there who is looking for some form of education, right? It doesn't matter to me if you just graduated high school, if you're just graduating high school, or if you've graduated high school a long time ago, or if you graduated from, you know, your bachelor's degree or your master's degree. Basically, it's everybody who can possibly benefit from coming back to school and getting another degree or getting a certificate or even just taking classes, right? So to me, that's a prospect. And then a lead is basically somebody who has already, we talked on the previous episode, how students, prospective students actually go through thousands of touch points before they actually contact you. So that's a lead to me. A lead is somebody who's already interacted with your brand, already understands a lot about what you offer. They just have further questions. And the question could be anything, right? From uh, academic perspective to financial aid to anything, basically any student who's reached out and provided you with their contact information is a lead. And then you want to work with this lead to move them towards, you know, fill an application so that now you get into the process of submitting all the documentation. Once that's done and it passes all the requirements, now you admit it. And then not all admitted students end up enrolling at your school, right? From most high school students actually have about six to seven schools in their portfolio. And even if they get admitted by two or three of them, they still have a choice to a final one. And once they choose the final one, then they enroll. So SEO, and Granit, correct me on this one, but when I think of SEO, I think of the top three parts of the funnel, right? How do you get a prospect to notice you, notice your brand, notice what you offer? And how do you get them to contact you so that now you have their contact information? And then from a content perspective, how do you make sure that you reinforce everything they want to know about your brand so that they start 
you know, become more committed to you and fill out an application. And once they fill out an application, right, how do you kind of keep them engaged? How do you make sure that they continue seeing this experiential part of education of your school in that process so they know what it feels like to be in your school for for four years and they know what it feels like to graduate and they kind of can see themselves in a career post-graduating from your school. So that is a good job. Yeah, amazing. I mean, perfect. 100% agree. I would Thanks. <laughs> like we talked how everything that we do in SEO fits between a prospect and lead, but also has an, a sizable impact on the applicant phase. So I just want to kind of expand more into that. And when we are doing SEO, what we are trying to do. So simple answer is to show up in search results for what people are searching. And people are searching different keywords, different search terms. The idea is to identify what these keywords are, identify their intent, and then map those keywords to the intent. So we kind of go, usually you probably are familiar, or if not, one of the most mentioned one is top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel. We do it a bit more. We expand on that. So we have attention, awareness, discover, consider, and consumers, which is in, in our case would be a lead. So the idea is, how do we get their attention? Then once they, we've got their attention, how do we make them aware of our brand? So how can they discover us? And then once they've discovered us, what can we do to make them consider us and how can we convert them? And this is where we kind of identify the keywords that would match in each journey stage that we are listing here. Different keywords that they would be searching would fall into different stages and then we would create content and optimize and start appearing for those keywords. And basically someone can go through the whole funnel and with every search around programs that we are offering, they are going to see us ranking in the first page. We are going to be ranking first. We are maybe going to rank in second or third. We usually are always in the top three or top five results for the keywords and terms that we are targeting. So when they see us continuously, this is what kind of increases their perception around our brand, around our institution and around the quality that we have to offer. And Apart from being a lead, it also helps on the application phase because if they see us appearing and if they see us that Google recognizes your university as an authority, they are going to see like, look, this is good. They have everything for everything that I've searched, everything that I've asked. I found the information there. I've educated myself there. And since we help them educate themselves, they are going to trust us and they are going to give us a shot. Let me ask you a quick question. From a tactical standpoint how do you move them you know from the top of the funnel to the middle of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel right like what type of information would be needed to be provided so that you know one you get the brand awareness and then you start getting further down into the funnel so i mean i know it's a very general <laughs> question but yeah, i think yeah, I, maybe it's, it's, it's a points. great question yeah. it's a great question so let's simplify this. In the first episode, we talked about masters in cybersecurity. So let's take that as an example. If we are offering Ooh. a master in cybersecurity, top of the funnel search would be like, is a master's in cybersecurity worth it? And that is a top of the funnel question. They are not considering it 100%, but it has crossed their mind. So they are doing research. Or they could search for master's in cybersecurity, jobs and salaries, et cetera. These are top of the funnel. These are people who are educating right. themselves, but they have no intention of converting. Middle of the funnel would be master's in cybersecurity versus my master's in 
computer science. In this stage, the intent is clearer. They are making kind of, they are showing that they are interested in studying, but they are still educating themselves. They are still researching, they are still learning. So we create a content piece that talks about the difference between cybersecurity and computer science. And the bottom of the funnel would be a master's in cybersecurity DC or online degree in master's in cybersecurity, et cetera. So gotcha. the, here the intent is clear. They want to go to a program page. In the first two, they want to go to blog posts to educate themselves. How we transfer them, it's not like you put them in a page and then you, you can't do that because when we are creating content, you usually create content in topic clusters, meaning there is a core topic and all the topics others link to that core topic. And when they are reading, is the master's cybersecurity worth it? They are also, we are also going to link from that piece to our piece on cybersecurity versus computer science. And then we are also going gotcha. to make sure that on both articles, we are linking to our program page. So this is once gotcha. we get them on our site, we kind of then funnel down to different pages to further educate them. But we also make sure that by having a unique page that talks about cybersecurity versus computer science, when someone is searching directly that, we also appear in the first page of Google and they can come to our website and they can learn more about our program. So this is how we kind of funneled on them in traffic in our website. Gotcha. Yeah, that's very interesting. And it takes actually a lot of research, right? So when you go into trying to figure out, you know, what type of information do you provide from top of funnel, middle of funnel, and bottom of the funnel, I think understanding the keywords, understanding what people are looking for, understanding also intent, it's very important as well. And I think that's where a lot of that knowledge comes in because, and the reason why I'm saying this is I get this all the time, you know, it's like, well, you know, why work with an agency on this? Why don't we get our students to just write articles, right? And then, you know, we can, or we can get people from the team to write articles. And it's like, yeah, I mean, sure you can write articles, but what are you targeting with those articles, right? You have to look at your targeting. You have to look at what part of the funnel, what type, what need you're actually fulfilling with the content you are providing as well. So I think that's where it's important to kind of work with an agency that understands that part as well. Because a lot of the agencies that I've worked with or a lot of experts, you know, that I've worked with, they really kind of focus on driving your website to be number one on Google. You know, you're like, oh, we're gonna, you're going to be number one on Google. And you're like, okay, well, that's one thing, right? But what are we number one for? And is that really the right thing we want to be number one for, right? And not... You're 100% right. I mean, uh, we are going to have an episode on its own on talking just about research because this is one of the most important aspects of doing SEO is understanding what our target audience is searching and how we can map those to the content that we want to create and the content that we have in our website. The idea is that if we do this wrong, if we don't get this right, we end up ranking for keywords that could send us traffic, but that traffic is not going to convert to leads or it's going to convert to right. leads that are of no use to us. So this is like, right. this is why just getting a couple of students and asking them to create content is not going to work because the idea is to build a strategy behind the content that you create. We say we create content that ranks and we create content that ranks and brings you qualified traffic and leads because we do keyword research 
We understand how many people are searching, when they are searching, what they are expecting to see. We analyze what the competition in search results is showing for that. And we try to create content that is at least 10 times better than what's on, on the search results, because that's the only way how we are going to win. We can't just do the same article. We can't just have one article on cybersecurity versus computer science that says the same thing that hundreds of other articles says. You have to kind of take a unique approach, most recent and fresh data, custom illustrations, maybe a video to Ooh. accompany the content, making sure that our content pieces is the most in-depth. It's not 700, 800 words, it's 2,000 words. And it kind of goes through everything that you need to know. Going out of the way and getting some quotes from people who have studied for a cybersecurity degree and studied for a computer science degree and, and basically give some unique value. So creating that type of content and optimizing that for the what people are searching. So when someone comes to your site and reads that content, they get all the information that they are asking for. They get impressed because this, in most cases, is going to be your first interaction with them. And this is how then we can, once we've gotten them in our website, we can then funnel down to other pages that are of importance for us. Right. And I think, you know, one of the most important things about the funnel is that it's also a really, really good way to measure the performance of the SEO team you're working with. Right. So if you understand what the percentage of prospects that become leads is, and then what the percentage of leads that become applicants is, and then you move down, you can actually kind of compare that to like a national average. And you can also compare it to where you were the first six months and where you're going to be the next six months with your agency. And you can see what's actually happening. You know, sometimes, you know, guys get on a strategy together with your SEO agency and you're seeing, you know, the lead number is increasing a lot, but all of the other percentages are actually shrinking, right? So what you're doing is you're actually with your content, you're driving a lot of people to your website and a lot of people actually have questions but the product that you're offering is not the right product for them. That's why you're all of the other ratios, your application and all that stuff. So maybe you have to look into, you know, work with your agency and kind of look into what is it that we're selling, you know, from an information perspective to fill the top of the funnel, right? Are we yeah. providing the right details? Because people are coming in, they're asking questions. They actually want to know more. And the moment that we provide them the answer, that's it. The conversation stops right there. So maybe we're providing them with the wrong information, right? Yes. Again, with the wrong interest generating information. So it's really under, you know, I can't stress it enough well. how valuable it is. Yeah. yeah. There is value in that as well. So yeah, the goal isn't to make the university a publication. Meaning it's not our goal to create content and just publish content and answer questions. The goal is to do that and to do that for the right people who are searching. So when they consume that content piece, they are going to say, okay, so I read about computer science versus cybersecurity. But how can we make sure that those people are also interested in getting a degree? Not all of them are going to be. And this is why I'm saying that there is value into that traffic that is not converting as well. But we want to make sure that when we are converting them, they have all the details to understand that for what they are converting. So we don't kind of just send lots of leads to the admission team and waste their time with bad leads, meaning people who are relevant to the program, but are not relevant to where we are located, how we do 
how we offer it, et cetera, et cetera. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, again, you know, all traffic is good traffic. It's, it's brand awareness, right? Like you're introducing people to the brand and, you know, there's a book out there called duct tape marketing that has like a little circular thing that, you know, it's like people that know you, they, they like you. And if they like you, then they trust you. And if they trust you, then they, you know, want to test it. And, you know, it's like this kind of almost like product purchase funnel. And, you know, the more people know about your brand, the more likely you are that, you know, they'll start liking you and they'll start kind of committing to getting more information about you. So exactly. And something important is that you said two and a half years it takes from someone who has decided to go to your university. Two years and four months. Four months. Close enough. Two to four months. (laughs) So the idea is that what we've seen is like you traffic that people who initially kind of got introduced to you 12 months, 16 months ago, via blog post, now come and convert. So you yeah. might say, like, look, we got 400 people reading this article that we created or that this page that we optimized, et cetera. But like we only converted two people or four people, et cetera, which is not that bad, actually. But what ends up happening is that people who are right now finding value and educating themselves from your content are going to come in 12 months, in 16 months, and not to read your content, but to get more information for your programs and convert to a lead. So what I've seen a mistake from universities and colleges is that they just look at the past 30 days compared to the previous 30 days or past 30 days compared year over year. Right. But they don't kind of take a step back and look at the big picture and or, or like just go into the Google Analytics data and like kind of look at them in detail because they are going to learn a lot because it's not like someone comes to your university website, sees the program page and immediately on the first visit request for more information. So you can't use, so why do we kind of report that way? Why do we build the strategy around that way of thinking? We shouldn't do that. And a lot of colleges and universities are actually doing that right now. So we have to, get data for long periods of times, see when that visitor came for the first time, make sure that all the analytics, all the tracking, everything is set up properly so we can get this information. And also some other important things is A-B testing. You want to test yeah. things. And this is like, this is where you can, for quick tests, you can also utilize pay-per-click. So if you want to improve your conversion rate while also not sacrificing the SEO keywords, you can kind of see if it's worth it to test a specific keyword or phrase or like some new copy that you've written via pay-per-click. And if it kind of makes the case via conversion rate perspective, then you implement that in your program page, which is the SEO optimized version. How many informations are we showing there, et cetera, et cetera. Let me ask you a quick question. And I think, you know, because we've kind of talked about this for a while now, but I think this would be a good last question. What makes, we spoke about kind of universities kind of having an understanding of themselves. When I say themselves, I mean their student funnel, right? Having an understanding of what it is that they're there to do. From your perspective, right? From the agency perspective, what makes an ideal educational partner, right? So like when you're partnering up with universities, like when you like, you go through the process and you're like, wow, okay, I think working with these guys is going to be amazing. What is that amazing part? I think the willingness to test new things, the willingness to move quick, also trust. 
lots of universities haven't gone into SEO because their marketing department is small. This has been a responsibility of IT department, which is overwhelmed by other tasks mm-hmm. as well. That's they haven't seen their competition doing it, so why should we do it? But that kind of doesn't make sense because that's exactly why you should do it because you can have the first mover advantage and beat mm-hmm. them and establish a presence that then it will be very hard for them to kind of take over and also just kind of impatient to see results. You mentioned it takes two to three months to see the first results. We usually work with one year long contract because we know that in the first six months, by the end of third month, beginning of fourth month, they see some solid results. End of six months, they are sold in SEO. Yeah. But these first six months sometimes can be very kind of sensitive because they are used to, we want to appear in Google for these keywords. This is a budget mm. and they start working in, in two days. Why aren't we in the mm. first page? When we do, did Google Ads, we were in the first page immediately. SEO doesn't work like that. So we try to educate, we try to manage expectations, but we also try to kind of work with them and tell them that while it's going to take a bit longer initially, mid to long term, it's going to be worthwhile. Better return on investment, more traffic, and traffic that you're actually owning with paper traffic, with SEO, you're owning the traffic. Yeah. So that's the difference. And if a university kind of has the patience to trust us for the first six months because other six months, they are the ones who are going to push for more SEO. Have the willingness to test the stuff and have the willingness to implement so it's not going to take two months to publish one article or update another page. We need that flexibility. We need that moving fast way of thinking. And yeah, basically these are, we know that we can generate great results for those universities. But we have to have support of marketing team and we have to have support of admission team because yeah. we need information from admission team in terms of the leads that are being generated, what is the quality, how are we approaching. And also the same with marketing team in using all the resources that they have, meaning if they, and not just not resources, maybe knowledge, because while we are experts in SEO, you are experts at your university. You know who's right. your ideal right. student. You know what they want so working together to get that information so the campaigns that we run are set up for success yeah no that's definitely key all right well i think on that note we should you know just get ready for a third episode because yep. we're starting to get to the meaty greedy part of this and actually to the fun part i think you know key takeaways for me from this episode is really kind of you know from a university perspective you know understand yourself know yourself know what it is that you're trying to get with SEO before you even start with it and kind of understand where you stand, right? Understand your numbers. Because if you don't understand your numbers, it's going to be really hard for you to work with the SEO agency. And it's actually going to be really hard for the agency to kind of understand what your goals are and translate them. Now, I know you guys are smart, right? Like you can kind of figure that out. You can figure what the bottom is, what the status quo is and kind of build on that. But imagine how much better the work would be if the university also understands where they stand before they even start asking for help, right? So that was my key takeaways. Anything on your side? Just the one thing that I would like everyone who's listened to this episode is that very few universities have understood 
the real potential of SEO. And those universities are generating hundreds of thousands of clicks and get traffic from organic search, which would have cost them tens of millions of dollars in monthly pay-per-click budget. And they're getting that for free. And there are so many searches domestically and internationally, no matter if you're targeting domestic students or international students, there are so many people searching for different questions for different programs in different states. And if you are not present, if you don't see that, then you're missing out on a lot. And you should at least take a look if this channel or test if this channel works for you. You're already probably doing it. You're testing search marketing because you're investing in Google ads, but give organic non-paid traffic a shot and you'll see why it's a great decision. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with that. I concur on that as well. All right. Well, I think with that, goodbye, everybody. We'll see you on episode number three. And until then, have a good rest of the day. Take care. See you. Bye.